Hey beautiful humans, welcome back to another chapter of Re and Me. Sit back, relax and enjoy my evolution. Firstly, before we begin, I want to put in place a trigger warning. There may be things I talk about in today's episode that may be triggering for some. If at any point you do feel overwhelmed by things I'm going to be talking about today, then simply pause, recenter yourself and take a breath. If after that you still feel uncomfortable with listening, then please click off this podcast. This piece is not to upset anybody, even including my own family members, or those who have opposing views. I always speak on my own experiences and can only speak for myself of myself alone. I guess I should start off by telling you a little bit about my background. My mum is Indian, both her parents born and raised in the Punjab, and my dad is black. Both of his parents were born and raised on a Caribbean island called Grenada. It's a long and layered story about how both of my parents ended up coming together, but here I am. (laughs) Both sides of who I am are both intense and beautiful, opinionated but soft, and enthusiastic but with limits. I have been told by my own family that I am somewhat of a drama queen for the depthful ways in which I think, act and respond. Almost kind of like a dark horse, for wanting to become something abnormal. By abnormal, I mean out of the norm. (laughs) I'm also obviously mixed race, and that has challenges of its own. I guess to some degree, I've always felt like I never quite fit anywhere. It's not that I think anybody ever went out of their way to make me feel like that, as far as I know. I think it was more the fact that I always felt I was putting on this prideful face for either side of myself whoever I was around. When I was around my Indian side of the family I would become more defensive and almost overly prideful about my Caribbean heritage and whenever I was around my Grenadian side of the family I would make sure to make it known that I wasn't the odd one out, I was different in an Indian kind of way. Family make jokes that hurt, comments that cut deep and laugh at our life choices as if we were aliens from our space. I have faced everything from two-facedness to ignorant comments to downright racism. And if you're a family member listening to this right now, yeah, I said that. For many years, I had been brought up on this idea that it was not my place to speak up about or against, for that matter, people who were older than me got married before me, worked a normal job, had more qualifications, had more children, were more whole and rounded off than me. I've spoken to many brave people who eventually have had to make some very tough and brass decisions for the better of themselves, their mental sanity and their stance towards injustice. There's no easy way to face when our family are becoming unhealthy for us. 
But it's vital we take this step to realising that who we are is more than our DNA makeup, what colour my skin is or how many languages we can speak at once. It's about appreciating that we are all human beings, we have and make choices, we choose to live our lives in the book of someone else's rules, generational curses and damn right ignorant excuses to be, well, ignorant. Today I'm going to share with you the hard ways in which I've learned whose energy is for me and whose isn't, and the very hard lessons I've had to learn along the way to becoming who I am today. Before I enter into all that though, I want to dive a little deeper into the word foe for the purpose of the title of this episode. I feel it's vital for you all to understand why I have chosen to title when to title this episode when family become foe. Foe. An enemy or opponent. That is the literal meaning. <laughs> Short and sweet. Nothing over complex or complicated. Opponent here meaning someone or a group of someones who oppose your way of thinking, living, choices, happiness or the frequency on which you vibrate on. I'll let you just listen to that again. Opponent here meaning someone or a group of someones who oppose your way of thinking, living, your choices, your happiness or the frequency on which you vibrate on. It's not hard to identify those people in our lives. It's really not. What family functions would you rather avoid? Who gives you roller coaster tummy before you enter their house? Whose jokes would you rather they didn't tell today? Who do you run upstairs from because being in their presence make you, makes you feel dodgy? And who do you think about slamming the door on when you hear the doorbell go? Who are you afraid to get excited about your ideas and projects in front of? You know them, don't you? You know who I'm talking about here. And the truth is, we all do. But how do we recognise when enough is enough? When do we finally accept that choosing ourselves has to be enough? There is a difference between I told you this was a bad idea and get back on the horse kind of family. Listen, we have all experienced a moment in our lives where our parents says, told you so. But at any point, when you fall flat on your face after trying your very best, anyone comes to tell you that you weren't good enough to begin with, laughs at your brokenness or discourages you off your path, run, Forrest, run. I spoke with a young woman who tells me that every time she speaks to her cousin, all she hears about is how all of her ideas to write a book are stupid and that this is silly to keep pondering on things that will never happen, make her any money or get her a husband. Look, people like this we need to love from afar. It's not about having family to pat you on the damn back all the time, but it certainly isn't about how cousin Susie laughing at you every time you fall off the horse. Is helpful. You are good enough. You should keep trying if that's what makes you happy. And remember, family or not, misery will always need company. Don't be that person that gets discouraged after every phone call. It wasn't a bad idea. It just wasn't your time. Get back up, dust yourself off and keep it moving. Steer clear 
of Stephen the Shitstirrer. <laughs> in moments of frustration, we can confide in other family members. Sometimes this goes wrong, terribly wrong. What we feel in a moment can suddenly be made to be a mountain of feelings, when in reality it was the size of a poppy seed of feelings. It's okay to blow up sometimes, I do it a lot. I hear something someone said, I replay it all back in my mind, my ego shoots up out of nowhere and suddenly I'm stamping around slamming the fridge shut and standing in a corner with my arms crossed. When in doubt, don't just pick up the phone. Do you know someone who finds any little family domestic and turns it into gossip? As soon as you feed into that, you create a whole new problem within itself. We shouldn't be leaving conversations feeling worse, more aggravated or threatening to never speak to our auntie again because she didn't RSVP to your child's birthday party. Don't attract energy into your life that makes you confide in the wrong person or people for the situation. Some family members are great to speak to about business, but not necessarily about your personal life. Because the fact that you went on a date last week will fly out like a pair of dirty knickers through a window. Check yourself. You have to check yourself in order to check another person. Remember to be respectful to yourself and others too. And if you find these miscommunications happening over and over again with the same person, limit contact. Break the cycle or you will become a part of the circle. There have been so many times in my life where I just agreed with my family and what they were telling me to do, to think, to say, because it's just what we do. No matter how many times we are told that, it's not a valid answer. It's quite simple really. If you want to create a life that mirrors your entire family's life, then continue mirroring their behaviours. It's not compulsory for us to laugh at someone's appearance, chemically straighten your hair or tell your child or yourself to shut up just because a question is asked about something that has seemingly been set in stone. It's okay not to want what they want. Of course, we have to be respectful of what others want, but sharing somebody's blood most certainly doesn't mean sharing their values. If you want to be an actor, but your family want you to be a doctor, Ask yourself if you'd be happy to give up your happiness for them for the rest of your life. It's a mighty power of a question, but one that most certainly needs answering. If you're a woman and want to love another woman, but your family have told you that's wrong and you will ultimately be punished for that, ask yourself where that thought comes from. If a choice you are making doesn't feel right for you, chances are it's probably not. Respecting your elders doesn't mean you let them disrespect you. Wow. It wasn't until I met my husband that I fully grasped the concept of this. He is Welsh. His upbringing is completely different to mine. And so when I went with him to meet his family for the first time, I was in utter shock and disbelief. Whenever his mum said something he had disagreed with, he told her. I mean, guys, he told her. <laughs> wow, it would make me nervous. But for a long time, I just kept telling him it wasn't right to speak up the way he did. It wasn't even like he was rude, 
while most times it was just that he was holding his own and putting his foot down when it came to disrespect. The thing is, the old tale of to get respect you need to earn it couldn't be truer if it tried. It's not about the culture and upbringing. Culture and upbringing and race have nothing to do with bullying tactics, manipulation or being wrong. At some point, we are all going to get things wrong. I sure as hell hope that I, that I bring my daughter up to know and understand her worth and not talk back. I'm sure she will anyway. <laughs> but bring her opinions to me boldly and be able to put me in my place sometimes, even when it hurts the most, to tell me that I'm wrong. I'd rather that any day than damage her way of thinking. It's not okay for someone older or younger to put you down make you feel worthless, foolish or inferior. It's not a generational war we're trying to create here. I've always been bold and paid for it several times when it came to speaking my truth. And when I felt disrespected, I put my foot down. I would always get told to shush by my mum and to know my place by my dad. Of course I empathise with their upbringing, but I also know what's right and wrong for me as a person. First and foremost, we are human beings who love and care about each other, so why accept any less than that? Rise above it, not rise above them. The thing is, we can sometimes get a little lost in our egos, which means that we throw sentences about like, I'm above you, I'm way better than you, I'm going to rise ahead of you. (laughs) You get where I'm going here. I don't know about you, but my aim is definitely not rising above anyone. We are all no better than each other. What we do fight up against, though, is our egos. Sometimes we need to refocus and remember that we are aiming to better ourselves at all times and raise higher than any low vibrational frequencies that try to penetrate their way in. Aim to reach above the drama That way, you can remain humble at all times and see clearly through whatever anyone throws at you. Above all, know when the time has come to drop that phone call, cancel that meet-up and exit the family group chat. Understand your worth and value and come to terms with the fact that family doesn't always mean best interests at heart or even acceptance. It's more than okay to break away from things, situations and people that bruise your mental or physical well-being. And if someone doesn't understand you or your choices, that's okay too. The door is always open for them to leave your life should they or you choose to. Don't allow anyone to break through your force field of self-assurance. Stand in your power and know when enough is enough. Thank you so much for joining tonight's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's been of value to you. I just wanted to add in that there were so many more points I could have made um, on this post. I mean, I I think I could go on and on um, on this topic, to be quite honest. But um, I think obviously at some some point it does have to come to a healthy end. Um, I just wanted to say that like I've stated a lot in today's episode, that it's not okay for anybody to make you feel less than 
what you are, which is absolutely incredible and amazing and wonderfully made. And I think um, we can often um, give excuses to our family. Um, we can, you know, I've, I've done it several times where I've given so many excuses or I've just allowed things to, to continue or comments to continue or jokes to continue. Um, jokes and things that are quite hurtful and unnecessary and humiliating and insensitive. And I think there there does need to get to a point where we do choose ourselves and we do, you know, learn to love who we are wholly and not, and I think what comes with that is knowing, trusting and understanding the journey that we're on, it can't be that, you know, we go back to our homes, close our doors and then, you know, we're comfortable to be ourselves again but we're really scared to be ourselves when we go to, you know, Auntie Julie's 60th birthday party, you know, that's that's not cool and it's not right and it's not healthy and I think if we are finding ourselves in that cycle of kind of hanging up who we are, putting on a different face to go and fit in with the crowd, then there's definitely an issue there. And I just want to say that if you are feeling, um, if you are feeling kind of like this, you know, like some of the things that I've talked about here, then do reach out, let's start a conversation, let's talk about it. Because I think it's really, really important because I think, especially with families, it can cause the most damage and the most heartache so um because I think yeah because we always we expect our families to just accept who we are and accept our choices and um it doesn't always go like that but I'm going to stop rambling now and I'm going to say thank you so much again for joining tonight um join the conversation over on my Instagram I'm going to leave all my details and things below in the description um yeah until next week folks thank you very much peace love and light to you all and remember you're never alone even when it feels like you are bye